Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Recruiting Animal here on June 22nd. 2016. You know, this week I noticed something I haven't seen before. After the mass murder of those people in that gay bar in Orlando by a guy named Omar Mateen, people started putting up postings on Facebook that blame the murders on people who didn't do it. And I'm going to give you an example. Well, I read this on Facebook. A guy I like and respect put this up. It said, Omar Mateen. You are the product of American hate. American, America taught him this, excuse me. America taught him this, to kill 49 or 53 people. But that's not true. And it's obviously not true. Omar Mateen was the child of immigrants from Afghanistan. His father was a strong supporter of the Taliban, and probably still is. The news reports told us that Omar was very enthusiastic about 9-11, and before he committed the murders, he called 911 and said that he was acting on behalf of ISIS. He's also, I have to tell you, he's also reported to have said that he admired the Tarnas brothers, those stupid idiots who committed the Boston Marathon bombings. He didn't say that he was a fan of Timothy McVeigh. Speaking of which, I also saw people claiming that white people are never called terrorists. But take a look at Wikipedia. Timothy McVeigh, he's listed there as a terrorist. It says the Oklahoma bombing was a terrorist act. Anyway, this guy named Jamie Kirchuk, a journalist who's gay, he wrote that gay people don't want to cause problems for another minority. So they'd rather attack people who didn't commit the crime than the person who did it. You know, it's like rejecting a candidate for a job because someone else sent you a bad resume. Now, i got to tell you, I'm from a country that loves to blame Americans for their wrongdoings, but I find this scary. It's blatantly false testimony. So I'm telling everybody, don't try it here on Jerry Jarrett Show is this! The recruiting... Thank you, Jerry! Thank you! Uh, Jerry's not here. He's in Chicago. Anyway, uh, you know what? I'm on the phone again because uh, Blog Talk Radio has some problems. So I don't know what I sound like. Uh, is it sound okay or is it fuzzy? Uh, somebody want to give me some feedback? Well, we can hear you okay, loud and clear. You're yeah, you sound like you're in a toilet, okay, a public washroom. That's my guest, Keith Robinson. He organized this show. And you know what? He had a couple of months to read on my blog that you have to have a good phone. Don't use a speakerphone. Don't call from a stairwell. But you know what? That's what he did. What can I do? It's too late now, okay? Let's just hope. 
things are better. And the other guest, job board doctor, <laughs> this is the job board all-star show. He puts on Twitter that he didn't know how he got conned into coming on this show because it was such a disaster, he claimed, last time he was on. The third guest is a woman named Lou Grant, just like on the uh, Mary Tyler Moore show. Okay, Lou Grant, uh, she's the CEO of JobGate. Now, her Twitter name is kind of hard. It's J-O-B, Job, G, and 8, JobGate. Uh, uh, Keith Robinson has a terrible Twitter name. We are 52N. And he doesn't use caps to make it much harder to read, okay? These are the experts we're talking with. Job board doctor, it's okay. It's a double D, you know, with board and doctor, but it works, okay? So anyway, uh, welcome, everybody. Jerry's not going to scold you or anything like that. Do you want to say anything before we get going? I still have the whip marks on my back from the last time Jerry uh, Yeah, I don't was, remember. Uh, we didn't do anything me. hard to you. That was, that's nonsense. Nobody remembers the show, so you can say whatever you want about it. Hey, here's the song I picked for today. Young Girl by Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. Anybody remember that? That is a horrible, horrible, horrible song. Anybody want to sing it with me? No. Black. Oh, boy. Okay. Young Girl. I won't sing either. Forget. Okay, here's a question, okay? <laughs> this uh, has to do with, I'm going to use Jerry because he's not here and can't complain. Listen, imagine Jerry puts on his uh, a blog, on the About page, I'm going to quote, with his 30 years in the business and broad exposure on social media, Jerry is widely recognized as a leader of the global recruitment industry. Would that be okay or, or would people think he was bragging? First, Lou Grant. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. You're in the job board business. There's people describing their companies all the time, and you don't have a comment. I'll move on. Keith Robinson, is that okay to call yourself? Uh, you want to change your mind? Got something to say? I say it's okay to brag. That's what we do in the States, isn't it? It's okay to brag. It's okay to call yourself a leader of the global recruitment industry. One vote. Keith Robinson, is it okay to call yourself on your blog a leader of the global recruitment industry. Sounds to me a bit like bragging, maybe, you know, one of the people who is a bit of a thought leader sitting on the fence. But, hey, if you're proud enough to sit there and say, I'm a thought leader, why don't you shout it? Oh, really? Uh, well, now let's come to the American. We'll hope he's seen. Job board doctor, is that, yeah, is that okay I, I to say? It- I think it's stupid because it's like generic bragging. Instead of saying, yeah, it's oh, way I'm over the top. That's the answer. You win. Way over the top. Okay. <laughs> I didn't so know Jerry. Does Cruz. Does Jerry do global work? I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, Kathy Manis. I use yeah. Jerry as an example, okay? Oh, That's not okay. really him. It's somebody else based okay. in Australia, okay? Who uh, oh, is in you. England? Let me move on. Okay, is Allison Cruz here, Sister Allison Cruz? She said she might call in. Okay, but she's going to listen to the show later when she runs, and she's got a burning question she wants me to ask. It's not about job boards, sorry. We'll get to them. There's lots of time. Now, here's her question. Is it okay to ask someone for a referral the first time you contact them, whether it be by email or phone? 
uh, or text. I don't know, care how you do it. If you're a recruiter, you're calling up potential candidates. Is it okay to say, look, I'm calling to see, find a referral or I'm calling to see if you might be interested or you might know somebody? The first time you speak to them, is that okay or is it tacky? Job board doctor. It's stupid. There's no relationship. Why? I mean, the the whole idea behind a referral is that you've got some sort of relationship, some sort of validity. I mean, that's just that's that's dumb. I mean, that's not someone that's going to be a recruiter. Oh, really? Long. How many times do you have to talk to the person before you can ask for a referral? Uh, at least once. What do you mean? So twice, the second time you call, you can ask. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. But you've you know, got a relationship. Better, better, you've got a relationship uh, the, by then. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, you give them something. Um, if you what? give them something, what? it's it's a what? transaction. What? Uh, hopefully a job. <laughs> you call them up. They're not interested in the job. Should you say, look, do you know anybody? You could do yes. that. Oh, okay, Keith I, Robinson, I, job board doctor. Yes. He's fence-sitting. Uh, Keith Hello. Robinson. I, go I, ahead. I, uh, and try, you know, look, go ahead. One, I think it actually depends, one, what the objective of the original call is. I've got a recruiting team, as you know. Um, if one of our objectives is actually to talk to somebody because we know that within their network they've got two or three good contacts, um, and we're actually putting what we would call a call out to them more because we want to explore them getting those contacts, yeah, we probably would, but we'd structure that conversation differently. If somebody's actually, in effect, either applying for a job with us or we got a specific offer for them, what we would tend to do is not on that first call specifically try to get them to give us other contacts. Personally, the reason why, I actually feel if you're talking to somebody about a job or a career and you're targeting them initially, to me it's a bit disingenuous to then start trying to kind of filch their, their little list of other contacts. So I think it depends why you make that first call, but that's maybe too old school for you guys. I have an opinion on this. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it's a little. First of all, are you guys in the men's washroom or the ladies' washroom? I'm just <laughs> curious about that. I've taken him into the ladies. It's a new experience. Okay, I think you know what? I don't think you guys will get arrested if she's in the men's, but if he's in the ladies, he better claim to be transgendered. Okay? Now, uh, okay, I don't understand. I don't understand what Keith Robinson said. If he was going to answer the question, if he was going to answer the question properly, so we could have a takeaway, he'd say, "Look, it depends on what I'm calling for. Do I really want to just get referrals?" And then he'd tell us exactly what he would say to get those referrals on the first call. Like he said, Allison, he will ask on the first call. What would you say to get a referral, Keith Robinson? Um. Probably, the, 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 I mean, the script would go something like this. You know, we notice you're working in for X company, maybe an X department. Um, we know you've got some people that uh, we'd like to talk to within, that de within your department. We hope you're not offended. We think you look great, but we suspect maybe you're very, very happy there. But do you know maybe one, two, or three people? Something really simple like that. You know, we don't overdo it. I have to say, and I want to stress this, we wouldn't do this normally. Normally, we're targeting, like you guys do in sourcing, an individual for a specific job. But we have done it on projects where we know that that person's got... Okay, let me just go to that one. Okay, no, 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 you're going all over the place. I want to finish off this question, okay? okay. So you call somebody. You, you ask them if he or she is interested. They say no. What do you just say? Thank you. Goodbye. 
Uh, no, if they say immediately no, then our guys would say, okay, please give us a couple more minutes. We know you've got some people that you're working with that we might want to talk to. Are any of those guys looking for new opportunities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? It's the old script. But yes, if they say, no, we're not interested in your specific offer, and we know in their network they've got some people who we would like to be connected to, we would try to get them to give us or develop a relationship. Okay. There you go, Allison Cruz. This guy is actually in the recruiting business, not like a job board doctor, just mumbling <clears> off. Uh, and he's telling you that, Allison Cruz, you are wrong. It is not tacky, and even if it is, you have to do it. Lou Grant, do you want to say anything about this, or do you want to pass on this question? Up no, to I you. I've opinion. I, I think that um, I, I actually agree with Jess that um, it, it actually doesn't work. I don't think it works because, um, you know, searching for a job is a very selfish thing. You, you, you're looking out for yourself when you're looking for a job, and, if, and, and the likelihood of someone giving you a referral on a first call, you, you can ask. Um, is it tacky? I don't know. But I think the likelihood of actually working is pretty slim. How many times do you have to talk to the person in order to uh, build this so-called relationship that's going to make it okay? Well, I think, like Jeff said, you've got to build some kind of relationship with people. They've got to have some element of um, trust or understand your professionalism or whatever it might be that they, they feel that, that you're credible to actually refer someone to. Don't, don't, about- don't dance around. Don't dance around. Say, yeah, you have to talk to them twice, or you have to have a long conversation about your favorite soccer team. Tell me exactly what this relationship stuff means. I don't know. I don't know, okay? Neither do any of you guys. I'm going to move on. Does anybody in the audience, uh, the callers, want to to talk about this? Anybody? I do. Who are you? It's, It's Kathy. Kathy Manis. I don't always recognize you. Go ahead. Well, I totally disagree. I've had, um, you know, placements in quite a few from asking for referrals on the first call. Um, How do you do it? And my greatest claim to fame is I've pulled nine people from one company from referrals from one person. Okay. How did that happen? Because we're, 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 we're on the verge you know, now I want We're going to bury Allison Cruz on this question. What, how did you do that? How did you get those nine people? Well, I talked to the guy. He was interested, and I said, do you know of anybody else who might be interested? It was at Stanford University. I had quite a few openings. They all wanted to leave where they were. I pulled nine people, nine people within okay. a Okay. Allison Cruz wants to do battle with you. She said I didn't open her, her line yet. Go ahead, Sister Allison. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. we can hear you. And we well, also heard that lots of people disagree with you. Well, I, you know what? I started a poll. I'm just curious about it. But you can see there's 48, almost 50 people that know that they don't yeah. pass that in the first outreach. So it's not just yeah. me, and none of them, And none of them say how they do get referrals, okay? So, I mean, really. Okay, ask. I don't ask I on the first call. You ask. What do you have to lose by asking? If they're not interested in your job... You know, they may have a friend who's looking for a job that really needs it yeah. and is very qualified. I, I'm of the opinion, like, you know what, I must do, people don't give me a lot of referrals, but, but you've got to ask. I'm, I'm with yeah. Kathy, and I have to move on. Does anybody, any final words on that, somebody who hasn't spoken? Well, I have something to say. Um, I think it was Keith brought up that he asks for referrals within the person's department, within the person's same company. I found that kind of Yeah, that's bold, bold eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I did, Maureen. And it worked. Yeah. 
Not yes. only that, I, mean, I'll have I to more referrals, got, if, but I don't. If somebody I, said he was interested in the job himself, I wouldn't say give me other candidates to compete against you. I wouldn't have I had a, a ton of openings. I had a ton of openings for this. Oh, okay, for this. okay. That was that now, was. Now that thing. makes sense. I, so, Kathy, that makes sense. I completely see what you're saying. But what I really, really don't like. So, tell me what you think about this. Is I'm approaching you. I'm a recruiter. You're the candidate. I'm approaching you, and instead of saying, "Hey, Kathy, I'm interested in you," I'm saying, "Hey, Kathy, do you know anybody?" Like, no, and I'd I'm, want I'm you to. I, I would game. want. Yeah, I'd want you to ask me if I'm interested, and if not, in fact, I have a friend right now who's looking for a job. So, I mean, I would jump at the chance to refer her. So, mm-hmm. you okay. know, just personally, I would okay. do it. Okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh, we're gonna move on. Thank you, Allison Cruz, for that wonderful question. Great question. It was great. Thank you for all your answers. Okay, now I want to know from the three uh, job board all-stars, and you can decide who wants to answer first, what are recruiters doing wrong on job boards? I'll answer Somebody, that Is one. that a belt? Somebody wants to answer? Job board doctor. Yeah. Um, in my experience, uh, recruiters, the, the recruiters that, that hate job boards the most are the ones that tend to be, to be, be the laziest in uh, leveraging them. Um, and they, they look at it and say, you know, if I get a name off a job board, it cannot possibly be as good as the name that I got through my own sourcing network. Um, and so they, for whatever reason, are automatically discounting candidates that come off job boards. And so I'd say that's, you know, for a lot of recruiters, that's when I, when I talk to recruiters, they, you know, that's, that's the biggest problem. So they're just bigots against job boards. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, you know, recruiting is like any industry that I, almost any industry that I've worked in. You know, uh, religion comes and go. You know, fads happen. People get excited about this and excited about that. And, um, you know, it's uh, job boards are not the new sexy kid on the block anymore. So, you know, they're not Okay, cool. so they're just biased against – they're just biased against job boards. Let me ask you another question before I go on to that. How, how come every – can you get the same kind of people on job boards as you can get from LinkedIn? Oh, absolutely. A lot of the – I would say the vast majority of people that are on LinkedIn are also on uh, job boards, or at least based on the surveys that I've, that I've done and I've seen others done. Can I – Does I, anybody – Sorry. Go ahead. So I want to just push back one or two things. So what I actually want to ask you a question, the first one. Um, a lot of people don't like writing something called copy. And it's interesting, when you actually have to post a posting on a job board, and funny enough for me, just so people get it, LinkedIn is just another job board. This resume database sits on the outside, not on the inside. Most recruiters... Who's doing that? What is that? Somebody's using a phone and they're getting email or something at the same time? We don't no, want to hear that. your We're bells not. and whistles, okay? Yeah, right, let Go me ahead. finish. So... Recruiters are not naturally good copywriters. When you write an advertisement, you know, there used to be something called a newspaper. You know, you used to have the star in Toronto. People would often take time and effort to write an advertisement. Today, to be quite honest, people don't put the same time and effort in when they're writing a job posting. You know, we all know the story. You take a job description, you cut and paste it in, and that's your job posting. Being blunt, it sucks. So the more effort you put into writing your job posting, making it interesting, adding relevancy to the copy, probably the better response... Now, let me stop you here. Let me stop you here, please! 
Okay, you're answering okay. a different question. It's a fair question, but I'm going to get to that, okay? What, All right. what, what we were talking about is can you find good people on job boards, like the same people on LinkedIn? Okay, well, you're answering. Uh, Don't you think that you would find people who go on job boards are also going like on Indeed where we go and search? And I mean, that doesn't mean they're inferior candidates in the least. I agree. And Yo, if you Lou want to Grant, Lou up, Grant. You update your profile on LinkedIn, but you're not just going to sit back and wait. You're going to go and be right. proactive and look. So you're going to get on Google and you'll probably find Indeed or a whole host of job boards. So you're going to go and look and search for yourself. So there's some really good quality candidates that come through the, the, the job boards. There's no doubt. Does that, look, there's a lot of recruiters on the line. Uh, does, does anybody agree with them? Because my impression is that no one thinks you get the same quality of people uh, or the same senior level or professional level of people on job boards that you do on LinkedIn. Any recruiters on the line want to comment on that? Anybody? No. Hi, okay, this is fine. Tanya Burke. Tanya, go ahead. Um, I, think, I think the major difference is that if you're looking for that purple squirrel, you're not going to find him on the job boards necessarily unless he's actively looking. So a lot of the there's this big misconception that a lot of the really great candidates um, are not are not really you know not on the job boards because they're not looking but they're on LinkedIn or they're on Facebook. But at one point in time, you know, a particular candidate might have applied for something and their resumes in Indeed or their um, or their resumes in the ladders or Monster. And so when you're you're looking. Um, you cross, you know, you cross cross reference with LinkedIn, and then you cross reference with that job board. The only really benefit that I'm seeing from having that access to that resume database in the job board is getting access to that contact information. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you've got someone who's a VP on LinkedIn, you'll find VPs on job boards as well. Is everybody telling me that? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah? you know, there, there's another aspect to this animal. Um, you know, I deal with a lot of niche boards, and the niche boards really do have people that are on the niche boards, you know, typically the boards that are more hubs than just straight-ahead traditional job boards. They're going to have people there that you're not going to find on LinkedIn, you're not going to find on Monster. They're there because of the content, because of uh, all the different things they're doing on that hub. And if you want to get them, you've got to get them a particular What's job What's the board. hub? What's up? So, Hold on one uh, basically second. Maureen, a hub is a Maureen job are you on the line? Maureen, are you on the line? Yes, I'm here. Okay, i got a problem. Okay, Maureen is always saying that I favor Jerry. I don't take her seriously. I've asked her a million times to keep her eyes on Twitter for me, tell me when someone says something I should notice, but no, she doesn't want to tell me. What's going on? <laughs> Why can't you help me? I told you Twitter doesn't give me the feed. Okay. If somebody sees something important on Twitter, if somebody sees something, like I see uh, Donato DiOrio is saying stuff, Jackie Clayton is saying stuff, there's lots of people who call into the show, they won't say a peep here when I ask for help, but they'll put it on Twitter, okay? So if someone sees something there that I should know, please tell me. Back to Job Board Doctor, what is a hub? So a hub is basically a job board with a bunch of non-job content that's aimed at, um, you know, like, if you're in the industry, let's say you're an architect, and you go on and they have a bunch of stuff about the different projects that are out there and who's 
who's uh, you know putting out bids for this and what's the latest stuff that are coming out from the architect schools and all this sort of stuff. That's a hub. Arconnect's an example of a site like that. And they got jobs on it, too. That's how they monetize. But it's a lot more than just job content. Okay. So we're going to come back to Keith Robinson and what he said. I, now I understand what he was trying to tell me, that the reason recruiters don't like job boards or the reason they're, they're, what they're doing wrong is they have job descriptions. Okay? So I'm going to come back to that. But first, I'm going to do an ad. Okay? So everybody just give me 15 seconds. Now, everyone is always talking about diversity and inclusion. But, you know, not everyone is really into that. Some people want to be exclusive. They favor some people over others. You know what I'm saying? Some recruiting software focuses on executive search, and others focus on direct hire or staffing. But there's one recruiting software company that loves every kind of recruiting. And you know who that is? PC Recruiter. I want you to remember this, recruiters. PC Recruiter loves you. PC Recruiter loves you. They don't care what kind of recruiter you are. If you're a recruiter, they want to work with you. So check them out at PCRecruiter.com. PCRecruiter.com. Thank you. Now, we're going to go back to Keith Robinson. I'll apologize because I didn't realize what you were saying, Keith. But let me ask you something. I see a lot of people saying, oh, nobody knows how to write a job ad. So I read an article this week. I posted it on my Facebook group. This guy said, this is a good job ad. And I'm going to read you a bit, okay? Dynamic, full-time, registered dental hygienist position available in an outstanding practice located in Atlanta. We are seeking a positive, hardworking, intelligent, professional, and highly motivated team player with excellent communication skills and attention to detail. That sounds like a normal garbage job description to me. Everything is in there, all the qualities you could want in a perfect candidate. It goes on and on. You're looking to, we want to add a rock star to our top-notch team. That's garbage. Would you agree with me? Or what's wrong with that? Or what's good about it, in your opinion? Keith Robinson. Um, okay, so one, at least they got up front some key messages. And I'm just going to kind of give you something we use as a, as a way of writing copy. It's called AIDA. You've probably heard of it. It used to be used, actually, as a sales training tool. Attention, interest, desire, action. If you write a piece of copy... To be war and peace, it can be no more than 50 words that gets attention. So they've got the attention, they're looking for a hygienist. Believe me, sometimes people can take two, 20 words to even tell you what they're looking for. So attention, this is who we are, this is where we are, this is what the offer is. Interest, benefits package, build the desire, action. Please contact us either at this number, click the apply button, it ain't rocket science. It doesn't need to be 500 words. It doesn't need to have 20 pages of competency testing. It's attention. Grab their attention. Desire, you know, interest. Build the interest. Desire action. Is that one okay? It says it's in Atlanta. It kind of gives you a bit of a flavor. Reality is there's only so much you can do with 200 words before you're losing it. But... It was okay. wasn't perfect. Could it be funky? Yeah, they probably could have, you know, put something witty in. But do you know what? The one thing about writing copy animal, be honest. 
you know, if you're running a small dental practice in Atlanta and maybe you don't have a great personality and you're not loud like you are, then don't put that in the advertisement. Don't be something you're not when you write copy. Uh, hold on. Does any, does any company say we're, we're very loud? No. <laughs> I've never seen that. Lou Grant. Lou Grant, do you have anything to say on this? Uh, look, look, dear, are you happy on the show? You've never been on before. I know I'm going to get a bad review from Job Board Doctor. He's a sourpuss. I want to know from you, your first time here. Is there something no, you want to talk about? That it's, it's, it's all good. I, I actually, um, the, the challenge that Keith's mentioning there about the copy is that what often we see, we see a lot of this, that the recruiter just copy and paste the job description from the employers, and it's it's dry and it's dull and it doesn't really you know, explore the culture of the business. People want to understand what it's like to work somewhere. You know, that's more engaging. They're the bits of information. Well, what that does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, 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 uh. What does it mean when you say people want to know what it's like to work somewhere? What does that mean? Like, look at these people. They say hardworking, positive, intelligent, professional. That's a given. You want that in every, in every employee. You don't have to say you want it. Uh, that's nonsense. You know, nobody says, oh, we're a very serious office. So nobody smiles here. Uh, you know, mind your own business. Just come in on time and, 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 you know, don't waste time at work. Nobody says that's the kind of office they run. What do you mean when they say, what's it like to work here? Well, you're not, you're not going to focus on the negative parts of your office, are you? You've got to find the positive stuff that is going to attract somebody to your office. But then like what? Some, some like what? Work in that like department. what? You know, like what? Be specific. <laughs> okay, well, so if we were talking about our business, we'd talk about people being adaptable to change. Like, we're an innovative company, and we're always looking at new products and ways to move the company forward. We're not kind of old-fashioned and stuck in our way. Some people don't want change. Some people don't want to work in an environment where there's lots of stuff going on. You know, so exploring those kind of cultures, whether you're a relaxed organization or whether you're really uptight, you know, all of that kind of stuff is... Hold on, hold on. Are there any companies? No, 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 no. Let me just pursue you on this. Wait. Let let that echo die on the washroom walls for a second, okay? Uh, Uptight. Does someone actually say we have an uptight organization as opposed to a relaxer? I've never seen it. There's lots of people on the line. Feel free to speak up, okay? Does anyone ever say? If you say you're going to offer flex hours or, you know, flexible schedules, that's attractive. You can do things like that. Exactly. Yeah, and there's, there, there's code words, you know. So, like, if, if you're a conservative organization, let's say, you know, a lot of accountants don't want to work for a groovy place that's got, you know, a ping-pong table and dogs running around. Right. So they'll say, they'll say something about, you know, we're a, we're a conservative or, organization that values um, gravity and, and deep analysis or something like that. And the guys are like, okay, good. They're not going to have dogs wandering around. I, I mean, can I come in here? You run a thread a couple of months back where, and I, I promised I wouldn't get onto religion, um, but I, there was a post about an organization where one of your recruiters was saying that the founder of this organization was very Christian and that the organization itself was very Christian. Now, a long time ago, I used to recruit for EDS. EDS had a policy that you couldn't have a beard. Um, maybe in your job posting, if you are an organization that has a set of values, Actually, in your job posting, there's nothing wrong with communicating those values. Now, there may be certain legal issues, but the reality is one of the criticisms of job boards is we deliver too much of the wrong response, not enough of the right response. 
The reason for that is often we're not honest enough when we write the job posting. Part of the function of a job posting animal is actually to put people off applying as well as attracting people. So honesty Hold and transparency... Hold on, wait a second. No, 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 wait, wait a second, wait a second. The classic complainer, Derek Zeller, has arrived, and what's the first thing he says? A job board show without job board, doctor on the animal show seems hollow to me. He just has to find something negative to say. Of course, job board doctor just closed his mouth because he's sitting right here on the phone, but Derek Zeller, he's got to complain that he's not here. Shame on you, okay? We caught you this time. Okay, back to you. Derek, how could you do that? <laughs> Go ahead. Derek, you, Derek I'm here. Oh, Derek. Go Kate. back to sleep. Keith, what were you saying that we don't describe? You know, I got to tell you, it's not that easy to hear what you're saying because you're in that room, okay? Uh, but you said that people are not giving good job descriptions and they're blaming job boards uh, for not getting back the right people. Essentially, that's what you said. Am I right? Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Hey, now, can you uh, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Who are you? It's Jackie Clayton. Jackie Clayton, I was just going to ask if you're here. Do you have something to say? Got something to say? Yeah, I see you so, posting on Twitter. Yeah. What do you want to say? Black. What do you want to say? There was a job description last week for a product marketer, and it says, let's get this out of the way. It sucks working here. At Phenom People, which is the company, you'll work long, irregular hours, you'll be stressed, you'll be frustrated, and you'll never enjoy anything more. And it's just funny because it put it all out there, and it was like, if you love marketing but hate yourself, apply for this job. And I thought it was so hilarious because they just threw it all out there, you know? And so it, I sent it to a friend of mine, and it made them interested because they were like, oh, this sounds kind of exciting, like stuff is going on, you know? And I thought it was a, a, a different way that I've seen job posts. Okay, that's very rare. I mean, uh, there's that uh, video I keep posting of uh, the uh, job ad for, uh, uh, I think, game designers, uh, software programmers for a game company, and the guy says, look, we want to shove this up your ass, right? They talk like that through the whole uh, ad. Those are rare. Most job ads aren't that lively. So, anyway, that's what I was wondering what the normal thing does. Is Donato DiOrio on the line as well, or is... He's just listening out there, and is someone playing the harp there? Is someone trying to attract my attention? <laughs> I hear, you know, that, that uh, little thing you put in your mouth, and boom, 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 boom. He has a question. He's asking, what is the best performing job posting people have done? Who's that asking that? Donato? Donato. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody got an answer? Uh, 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 Lou Grant, have you seen what uh, a fantastic... Job uh, description that got a great response. Is that is that what uh, Donato wants to know? I wanted to know from Jackie whether they got a good response to that advert, that really honest advert. Did they get a good response? So uh, far, I can't hear you. <laughs> can you? Can anyone tell I me what she's so saying? Far. <laughs> I said so far. Can you hear me or not? Sorry. No, uh, no, not Kathy. I'm trying to get an answer from Louise Grant from JobGate. Can do you, you have me? any? Yes. Do you have any job descriptions in mind that you think were great, and because they were so well written, got a good response? Anything come to mind? 
example for you. I mean, there's some, there's, okay. you see examples like Jackie mentioned there, there are, there are adverts that people are honest or a bit quirky or put, they put something out there that's unusual and they typically get a better response even if it is completely honest and uh, perhaps goes against everything you would Wait, naturally something like Something like Jackie. Okay, we're going to leave this question. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got an answer for that one. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I used to I used to hire for salespeople all the time, and the all-time best uh, performing job ad that we used to run, and this was back in the old days of actually running in uh, newspapers, but we wrote it in the second tense. Uh, so it was, you're this kind of person. You like to do this. You refuse to do this. You always like this. And then you say, you should come and talk to us. And that thing always beat the hell out of anything else that we ever posted. Wow. doesn't take much to impress people, eh? <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, you know what? Well, there's a question for that's, you. That's a, uh, a, an example of you're talking about them. It is, it, it right. is an example. Exactly. T- Tanya, Burke, Tanya Burke is on the line, but for some reason she posted her question on Twitter. She wants to ask the job board doctor uh, what his thoughts are about inorganic postings. Okay. What that are mean, inorganic postings? I don't know. So, Tanya, um, are you still on the line? like um, using... Uh, job aggregators, and um, your postings appear on LinkedIn, um, they appear on Monster, they appear um, on a variety, on Indeed, and a variety of different job postings, um, or job boards, rather. But it's, it's really um, cost-effective in the sense, do you, uh, do you see any you know, difference between paying for an ad on Monster versus using some, an inorganic job posting? Yeah, okay. Well, so basically, you know, you've, you've still got the same problem with a posting that you throw out there to the aggregators that you do if you're paying to put on a job board. So you have to write a good posting. So let's say you actually wrote a good posting, and then you say, okay, I'm going to put it on a paid job board, and I'm going to throw it out there to all the aggregators. Hey, you know what? Um, If you can get results uh, doing that, then that's fine. Um, What you usually pay for, although not always, when you run it out through the aggregators that way is time because it's sort of a random distribution of your job as opposed to a very specific, like, you know, if you had posted on Archonnect for an architect, um, the likelihood of your ad actually getting seen by an architect is really high. If you throw it out on Indeed, yeah, who knows? So, you know, if it works, I, I think it's really good. As from what, I, from what my clients tell me, uh, aggregators can be great for low-level jobs, like, you know, if you're staffing up 1,000 people for Target, or you're going to hire a bunch of administrative assistants or something like that. But if you're looking for your purple purple squirrel, it's probably not the best way to go. Can I jump in there? And I, I have one okay. more question. Um, when you're on a low budget, I mean, what is you know what are some tips to you know to effectively use the job board so that you're not spending a whole lot of money but you're getting the maximum results? I can jump in there. I mean, you can find job boards now that will um, take your job and syndicate it out to many, many different places. You've just got to find the right one. And so they'll send your job to all the aggregation sites. And I mean, this is what we do, this is what JobGate does. So, you know, you can post your job with some of the brands that work with us, and it will go to 200 different websites. 60% of those will be niche sites that um, Jeff mentioned, so that you're actually going beyond the aggregation sites. You're actually going to get your jobs on niche sites as well and so it's fine the job boards that offer that kind of solution that would give you a really cost effective way because the market's become so fragmented there are, too, there are so many websites and the candidates don't necessarily know where to search 
So the best thing you can do is, is, is choose a, a site that's actually going to syndicate your job to as many places as you can. Tanya, do you want to do you want to tell Lou what uh, what what, jo- what kind of job we're talking about, and she'll tell you, give you a, a specific idea, or actually the software figures it out. Is that right, Louise? Yeah, so the way our system works is we work with the niche sites, and so what will happen is if it's an architect site, as Jeff said, or IT-specific, um, we only send the, the, the right jobs to the right audience. So you're um, extending your reach way beyond just a single job board, and that's the way the market's moving with all the programmatic ad buying and um, the different, particularly in the U.S. market, it's become very prevalent that the job postings don't just land in one place anymore. It's gone the way of the programmatic ad banner advertising and stuff that you do via Google. You know, you don't choose where your job goes. It just gets pushed to as many places where the audience lies, and that's the whole Uh point of something like JobGate, that it gets you in front of all these different audiences. And yeah, and I think, you know, the other thing uh, that Louise is talking about here, you know, when people say job boards, they everyone thinks monster, and in fact, you know, there's, I don't know, five, ten, fifteen thousand different job boards just in North America that are totally different and have different audiences and are, are trying different things. Same thing with aggregators. Uh, sending your job out to some place like Indeed is going to be really different than the experience you get if you go through uh, JobGate because uh, they have different approaches to sending out aggregated content. Um, so, you know, I guess the first question to ask yourself when you're doing this is say, where does my audience live? You know, go out and, and talk they, to you. They don't you know, know, right? They should know. If they're recruiting for the position, you said, they should you, know. You said there's 15,000 job, uh, job boards. How are you going to know in that maze which are the right ones for you? You need uh, software to decide that. Yeah, if that's the point, that there's too much choice. And so what happens is you, you think you've chosen the right place, you pay whatever it is, 500 bucks or whatever for an advertisement, and you get little or no response. So um, you have a really bad experience. But it's, it's, it's not because you're doing the wrong thing, you just pick the wrong job board. So what you need to do is make sure that you're choosing the right website that's going to give you the extra exposure. And so there are different websites out there that offer those kind of services, and the, the system will automatically put you in front of the right audience. So you're right. You can't. You can't. We can't possibly all be experts on all the different, you know, thousands of job boards. I mean, we have four thousand job boards in our network, and so you, as individual recruiters, you can't possibly know the best place to put your job these days. We've gone beyond that. Okay. Got to do I an will, ad. I will throw okay, out a everybody. resource though for for the recruiters out there. There's a site called JobBoardFinder.net. And it's got, I don't know, close to 1,000 job boards in there, but you can go in and sort by all sorts of different, you know, locations, specialty, you know, whatever the heck you want. So it's a, it's a good resource. Okay, and if you want to go to JobGate, I'm going to ask you, job board doctor, because we can hear you clearly. Uh, that's a big plus. Uh, what, what's Louise's uh, website? I mean, if you want to get JobGate to distribute your job, where would you go? You go to uh, jobgate.com. That's J-O-B-G-8.com. Oh, so it's spelled, the website is also spelled with the 8, G-8, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Got to do an ad now, everybody. A word from our sponsor, PC Recruiter. Everyone is always claiming that text and social media are the hot new forms of communication, but really everybody knows that email rules the roost. Email is still king. And PC Recruiter handles email the way you want it handled. It works with your mobile phone accounts and always shows you your sent, your received, and your connected email for every candidate in hiring authority. PCRecruiter.com. They've got over 
3,100 clients around the world. Okay, anybody want to talk about something that we haven't talked about? There's only 15 minutes left. I have lots of questions. Do you need good Boolean skills to work uh, on a job board? You shouldn't have to. No? Uh, Keith no, Robinson, I mean, do you I think agree that's with Job the, Board Doctor? Go ahead, I, Job Board know, Doctor. You have one to add? Well, okay. I just think that's one of the problems with the so-called uh, traditional job boards out there. I sort of pound this into my clients' heads that, you know, you shouldn't have to be good at search to find jobs on a job board. Um, and a yeah, lot but what's of, the reality? Of, what's the reality? The reality is you're most of the boards have be. crappy search in, interfaces. They do. So you, you yeah. do have to be good at Boolean to draw things out. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, at this point in time, although there's a number of sites where you can basically upload your resume and it gets parsed, and then they start presenting um, jobs that match back to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody disagree with him? No, I would agree with you. If you've got good sourcing skills, then using the job board to find candidates is not actually that difficult. If, uh-huh. you're an HR, if you're an HR generalist and maybe don't have good sourcing skills, I'd agree with Jeff. You know, each job board has a slightly different algorithm. But good sources can find candidates on job boards. And reality is anybody in the sourcing business knows that job boards can be a good source of information. Simple. Okay. Now, uh, Job Board Doctor has been talking a lot about Indeed offering staffing services. What's that all about? Well, they're, you know, they're owned by a staffing company. Uh, and I guess, you know, the minute recruit bottom, I, I sort of wondered if we were going to start seeing staffing services creep into their offerings. Um, but yeah, they've got all this, you know, they've got millions and millions and millions of resumes, and they have all this information, behavioral information on how people are looking at jobs. And uh, so now they can turn around and go to, I think right now they're, they're focused on technical recruiting, but they go in and they say, okay, you want 50 people that fit this job, you know, we'll, we'll come up with these people and, you know, we'll pay the candidate and, and you pay us and you, you have your people. And uh, from what I hear from my friends in the staffing world, they're not happy about this, uh, as you might not be surprised. So does Indeed hire a lot of people to call, call, call people on the, the, the resumes that are in their resume banks? Um, I don't know. I don't or do know they just exactly. send them out automatically? There's some human intervention, yeah. A oh, lot of it, okay. a lot of the initial matching is done technically, but then they have people that jump in. It's kind of like what Hired does. Um, it's well along the same lines. You know, they have a bunch of people that sort of sit in there and, and make the judgment calls and then contact the people. Okay. Here's another question. What about branding on job boards? Uh, you know, does company brand make a difference? I assume it does. Does employer brand, as opposed to company brand, make a difference? Are job hunters aware of, uh, you know, a company's employer brand? And finally, for recruiters, do they have personal brands that are strong enough to to make a difference? Uh, I guess in some cities, a certain kind, certain recruiters or recruiting firms will dominate certain sectors, and people might recognize them and and uh, you know gravitate towards them. Anybody can answer. Brand. Yeah, I can help. I, I can help Go with ahead. that. Well, we, um, we have millions of job postings that go through our network every day, and I can tell you that the ones that have more response are the ones that have employer branding on them. So if they have the logo of the company and actually state who the employer is, those jobs definitely receive more response than those without. 
without a doubt, significantly higher. Okay, but if it's a high-profile company, they're going to get even. They're going to do well, right? And and the unknown companies. Yeah, and even the even the smaller organisations. If you're applying for a job, you want to know um, who you're applying to, and that they've got a credible brand. You might go and take a look at their website or whatever. But definitely, the logos and the um, disclosure of the actual employer um, makes a makes a huge difference. We encourage all Boy, of our clients lot- to do that. Are a lot of companies advertising without saying who they are? Is that is that common these days? Well, it depends on which market you're in. I mean, in, in the states, I guess the staffing companies are not as prevalent here, and so the employers will brand themselves. I mean, we see in Europe there's, there's a huge, there's so many recruitment companies that won't disclose who the employer is. Well, the recruiters won't disclose. Yeah, that's, a, no, that's right. But there are more that are working in house with the organisations now, so they're actually able to actually disclose who the employer is, and they will get a better response. Okay. Keith, is there anything I haven't uh, asked that you wanted to talk about? No, I think you've done a really good job, but then I'm just sucking up because you put a picture of me asleep on the Metro lot today. <laughs> it looked like you. It looked like you. I it looked look like, like you. That's what really upset me. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Which job? One very quick thing, and it's real simple. You know, there's so much negativity that one reads about job boards. If we were a screwed industry... We wouldn't be in probably globally job boards are turning over around about six, seven billion pounds slash dollars. There are millions of people every day that are searching on job boards for a job. There are hundreds of thousands of different types of job boards. And that's one of the key, I think, issues is we're in an industry where there's so much choice. How do you actually decide um, which one to use? And finally, what Louise and Jeff have been talking about, and I think this is a real big issue, we always used to sell what we call a job posting. Where we're moving to now, I think, and this is a big change, is we're selling audience. So if you want to target IT professionals, you may go on dice, but your job, if you use one of these programmatic setups, may well end up on Stack Overflow, it may well end up on GitHub, it may end up on, on 100 locations. I think the big change is going to be that people like Louise and what Jeff are doing are going to make it easier for people not to have to decide on one place, but we'll just give you an audience because what you want is a great response, and it ain't rocket science. Okay, so what you're talking about with programmatic advertising, um, if somebody... Uh, pays, uh, I don't know, uh, is that an option with a job board, and then they might go to their favorite porn site, and in the margin, they'll see an ad for a job in their industry. Am I right about that? Is that programmatic advertising? Well, it is programmatic advertising if you're talking about general advertising across the net, but if you talk about it specifically in recruitment, the way the industry is moving is that the job postings are being listed on multiple job websites, not on the porn site down the right-hand side, it's, um, that, that's, that, no, that's not what we're talking about. But it, it has the no, same No, no, but when, you, when, I go to, when I go to YouTube, I get promotions from any magazines uh, that I've looked at online. The, I'll see ads from those magazines. Is that, that's programmatic advertising, right? Yeah, and, and, and job, in the job listing world, we're not quite that sophisticated. But what it's doing uh-huh. is, what programmatic is doing is pushing the jobs to where the audiences are so that when they're searching on uh-huh. the job sites that they're finding the right jobs where they would never have had them before because those job boards haven't got a relationship with the employers. Uh-huh. But it's not okay. a perfect be a science bad? by any means because I've, you know, I, I'm looking at job sites all the time and I'm buying stuff and all of a sudden I start seeing ads following you around saying, 
you know, have you ever thought about working for Jockey? Because I just bought some underwear from Jockey. And it's like, <laughs> uh-huh. this, doesn't make, this doesn't make any sense. So, obviously, it's, it's in its infancy. Okay, yeah. could Facebook, if Facebook starts, uh, you know, becomes like LinkedIn, are, are they going to actually wipe out job boards? Or could they, I imagine they could do a lot of damage if they moved into your business. Oh, that's been a, a point of speculation for the last decade, and you know, honestly, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and I actually think it's interesting. Facebook is probably a lot more focused on enterprise level recruiting, and I think Microsoft buying LinkedIn probably put the nail in that coffin. I don't think they're going to go anywhere with it. They've been trying okay. for a long time. Yep. Yeah. They don't understand. Well, they've actually they're, been they're trying. They're working well. from a different model. They're not encouraging people to put their professional information uh, on it. It's still very, you know, family and personal, uh, personal oriented. Anybody in the uh, the callers? There's a lot of callers. I've just opened up everybody. Anybody want to have a question? I have a really quick question. You know how go ahead, but you have to talk louder so we can hear you. When you post a job as an employer, you know how your the job can be blasted out to like 200 websites. Is there a mechanism now that when candidates post their resume, it can go to all different job boards? Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know we, there's... Didn't a, we just talk the, about that? Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Answer a question. Yeah, there's, there's, definitely, there's definitely services like that out there, and some of them uh, charge uh, job seekers for that, and some don't. But, yeah, it's absolutely available out there. And, in fact, there's even job boards that you put in your resume, and they say... they. They say, you know, click this box if you'd like us to distribute your resume in other locations. Okay, interesting. Thank you. Okay, I misunderstood. So that's the, from the job hunter side of things. Okay, right. anybody else got a question? Anybody else? Mm-hmm. What about uh, job matching? That if a company puts up a job on their own career site, there's going to be software that can find people anywhere online and send them a notice about it. Anywhere. You know, there's, there's no more LinkedIn databases. They, the software will just find somebody, send them an email. Uh, did you see this position? You might be interested in it. Is that going to happen? No. Why yeah. not? Too, too complicated? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you know, I, and I've been on record as being spec, uh, very, you know, um, skeptical about this for a long time, and I've, and I've gone through many cycles. In fact, Keith... Uh, managed to put me on a panel with uh, Dr. Stephen Carter of Elevated Careers slash eHarmony, who is doing, trying to do exactly that. But, I mean, the problem is you have to assume that, A, all the people that you'd ever want to hire are actually on the Internet. B, they've disclosed enough information about their behavior, their skills, their capabilities on the Internet that it can be gathered. And then, C, that you can actually harvest that information analyze it, and come up with a good match to a D, poorly written job ad from an employer that doesn't actually know what they're hiring for. Okay. Did, did Louise say yes, it's going to happen? Did someone say yes when you said no? Uh, I, I, I said yes. I, I think that there will be uh, – I agree, actually, with Jeff, but I think there will be some version of it. I think that we're developing technology. We're developing matching algorithms. We're developing scraping technology, guys, at such a pace 
that it might not be 18 months, but in three to five years, do I think that's a possibility? Yeah, I do. I think that, you know, there'll be things doing it. People are already trying to do this. They're starting. It's in its infancy, but there are, you know, there's people like Dice that are doing it. Is it social hire? You know, so they're they're looking all across the web. They're looking on all of the different um, social networks and aggregating all that information together about candidates to to, to match. So they're starting to do it. Again, it's in its infancy, and whether they'll actually succeed, because I agree with Jess, with the, the challenge is that if people haven't got that information out there, then it's not there to find. So, see, let me let okay, me let me say, I not to overly uh, disagree with you guys, but listen, the answer, the reason you see this popping up over and over again in the tech field is the tech field is one of the few professions where you have a bunch of geeks, they're willing to disclose all sorts of information and then put it all over the internet. There's huge, vast populations that are never going to be serviced this way that are still looking to find work. Um, I just don't, I don't see it happening. I, I, yeah, I agree with you. In the, tech, the tech sector, it, you know, it lends itself very easily to it. You know, the skill sets and um, it, it's much easier system mechanisms to put in place. But just right, it's not going to work. In, it'll be very challenging to make it to work outside of tech. Okay. You know, job board doctor might get the last word from his website. I, I took three sayings. Okay. He says, most job boards aren't that great. Most job board, job board owners don't know what they're doing, and most job boards go out of business. Okay. That's his take on the industry. I, I guess that's true of any, any, any business. Am I right? Now, that's absolutely right. Actually, Every industry I've ever let me worked give you in. An, well, like here's, 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 you answer my personal problem before we finish the show. I have a Facebook group. There's a few thousand recruiters on it. I mean, the numbers are always inflated, just, you know, lurkers who aren't relevant. But there's a few thousand recruiters there. Every day people are posting jobs for free of looking for recruiters. So I started a, a recruiter job board, a recruiter job ads, right? Now, even when I offered it for free, almost nobody posted there. They want to post for free on my Facebook group where the stuff is going to go right into people's news feed, but they wouldn't post on a, a job board. Did I do something wrong or it just didn't, you know, they, they figured they're already getting good circulation on Facebook. Why should they go to the job board, right? Animal, you need to come to me. I'll send you the job. I have the jobs, and they can put them on your site. And you, you know, it, the thing is, they're using their other mechanisms. And no, no, um, I don't want the jobs on my on my group. I took, I wanted them to put their jobs on my job board, right? Yeah, but I they can send didn't. them to you. I'll send them to you. You talk you know to me offline. <laughs> uh, animal, it's like Sorry, you know, my dad was a doctor, and the last thing that uh-huh. my dad would ever do is pay for anyone to stitch up, you know, a cut or something, because he's like, well, I can do that. And the recruiters mm-hmm. are the same way. They're like, I'm not going to pay someone to find someone, you know, find a job for me. I can do that. This is my specialty. Yeah, they don't. Oh, come on, they they don't do that. <laughs> uh, but I gotta go. <laughs> and I want to thank everybody. So, Job Board Doctor has a website called JobBoardDoctor.com. Everybody can see he's a very nice, mellow guy. I, I read today that this is his fifth career. I don't know what the next one will be. This show was organized by Keith Robinson. Former punk rocker, that's all I can say. If you look at his, uh, his profile on LinkedIn, he's got a million jobs. He's got about five different things on the go right now. What's the main website you'd like to send people to who are interested in you, Keith Robinson? Um, we are 52north.com. We are, okay. What's that? 
It's all about employee we, branding. That subject you and I debated many years ago, and you said sucks. <laughs> okay. And Louise Grant, she's the CEO of JobGate, J-O-B-G, numeral 8.com. Anything else I should know about you, Louise? No, that's, that's good. That's it? Okay, let me see if I can find my – there's no after show. Okay, everybody, thank you.